One day in the Jewish calendar, which should be one of the most, which is a day where, where we should be the most meticulous about the Shemitah Samitzvah, is about keeping the day correctly, and it's the day we are least careful about. It's actually strange. It's the day we should be the most careful about of all days in the year, and it's the day we are the, the least careful about. Um, I, I discovered only this, this week that uh, a non-Jewish client of mine had booked a very important engagement in my calendar on the day before Yom Kippur. So I had to contact them and tell them, can't be. They're bringing people from all over the world. They said, but we checked the calendar. It's not Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the next day. So I said, Ayin, Meseches, Yuma, Pe'ale, Fomut, Be'ez, Veduk, Vetavin. And uh, if you look at, the, at our daft today, then you'll understand, can't do it on that day either. Because we have the Gemara, it says, Tani rav midifti, betisha mitanin. The Torah says, and you shall afflict yourselves um, on the ninth of, of, Av, of, of Tishrei. Do we fast on, on the ninth of Tishrei? We all know this Gemara, and yet we don't keep it. That anybody who eats and drinks on Erev Yom Kippur is as if he's fasting on the 9th and the 10th. So what's that all about? We'll have go through some of it quite quickly because I really want to get to the Kabbalah part. We'll have a chance to learn some Zohar and some Tanya and Shol. This is your day. And, and Rabbi Mir, we've got, this is the day of the Kabbalists. Um, so Rashi says, why is that? Uh, why does Hashem want us to eat on the 9th? So that we can fast on the 10th. So we have the strength. So that much we do. That if, if that's all the ninth is about, then we, then we kind of keep it. The tour goes a little further than that. And the tour says, When you eat on the ninth, you should celebrate Hashem's love for the Jewish people. Hashem wants to be sure we're not damaged by the inner. He doesn't mind us being discomforted. Discomfort is a driver of, of progress and change. The human being only changes if he's uncomfortable. You can create that discomfort yourself through aspiration by wanting more than you've got. And, you can, and, and sometimes the, uh, the Rebunisham creates the discomfort. But if we're comfortable where we are, we don't, we, we don't change. There's no change when, when we're comfortable. So Hashem wants us to be uncomfortable. It's a gift that on Yom Kippur we're uncomfortable. But he says, my children, I don't want you to be damaged. I don't want you to suffer any harm. It's just discomfort. That's all. It's very important when you're educating children, when you're disciplining children or students, it's very important to understand that difference. You want to create discomfort because discomfort drives change, but chas v'sholom never to create damage because that can't be recovered from. So on the 9th of Tishrei, when we're all running around like crazy, we should be having parties. We should have a lot of suudas on, on, on Yom Kippur, on Erev Yom Kippur. The Shari Tshuva gives three reasons why. Rabbi Yoin in the Shari Tshuva gives three reasons why. There are all these different reasons. So there's Rashi, and we see the Turin, you'll see in Shari Tshuva, uh, and you'll see the Mishnah Brewer. They're all right, and they're all different facets of the same idea. Um, except for one, which I'm, which I'm going to challenge a little bit. The one that we're going to challenge a little bit is Rabbi Yitzhak Kabuv, who was a, uh, a kind of the border of Rishonim and Achronim, I guess. He was 16th century Spain uh, at the time of the Gerush. He was the Rebbe of the Abarbanel. And he wrote a wonderful sefer called Menorah Samoyer. 
And in the Menorah Samora, I haven't actually seen it inside. I've just seen the quote. I've got a copy and I'll look for it. But I've only seen the quote where he says that the reason to do it on the, to eat on the ninth is to make the tenth harder. You have such a good, you're full on the ninth. If you eat really well on the ninth, you'll come into the tenth and the, the fast will be a little harder. So you, because you've made it harder, that's part of the inui. That's part of the affliction on the, on the day of the ninth. That one we're going to challenge, but everything else um, are, are facets of the same thing. So the Shari Tshuva gives three reasons. The one is you demonstrate your simcha bahagiyaz man kaparato. By, by partying on the ninth, you're showing what, what joy you have in the fact that Hashem has given us an opportunity for atonement. So we can't do that on, on Yom Kippur itself because we can't eat. So we have the party on the ninth, on the, on the day before, to show that we, that we appreciate the gift of Hashem has given us of, given us of kapora on, on, the, on the ninth day. Um, and then he says in the, in the or Tet, he says, um, and, and normally we always want to do a mitzvah with, a, with partying, with a suda. Uh, Shabbos, Yom Tov, we do, we, we do things besimcha. What about Yom Kippur? We can't do it besimcha. So we do the simcha on the ninth. And Ot Yudi says, in order to give us strength so that we can daven well and we can be strong and have a good Yom Kippur. Those are the, the three reasons that the, that the Rabbeinu Yonah gives for eating on the ninth. The Mishnah Brura brings that it's a mitzvah doraisa, that eating on the ninth is a mitzvah doraisa, um, and it's itandu because it, well, the gift of the ninth is that it, it says the Mishnah Brura really interesting that he makes the eating as if we're fasting, because when you do a mitzvah betzar, when you do a mitzvah and you're suffering, the value of the mitzvah is greater than if you do the mitzvah in comfort, and the reward for the mitzvah is greater. So what the Gemara is saying here, says the Mishnah Brewer, is the Rebbeinu Shalom recalibrates the mitzvah. You, you're eating on, your, on, on the night, but he gives you the schar as, as if you're fasting. So you get the best of both. You're, you're eating and you're fasting. We'll understand that a little bit better when we get into the Kabbalah. But then the Mishnah Brewer says on the next page of the, of the soul sheets, the Mishnah Brewer says a strange thing. Learn less on Erev Yom Kippur. Really? The day before Yom Kippur? Surely I should spend my whole day learning? They say the Vilna Gaon used to keep a little plate of raisins on his table and he would eat the raisins through the day so that he would be Mekayim, the mitzvah of eating. But he didn't stop learning. Mr. Brewer says you should learn less. Why would he say learn less on Erev Yom Kippur? The, the day when we, you would think you would want to be most connected to Hashem. Why would the Mishnah Brewer say that's a day to learn a little bit less and to eat some more? What is that about? So that's where we come into more into the Kabbalah areas of it. So if you look at the Psukim, they're amazing. In Acharemus, so on the tenth day, it's Yom Kippur, Mikra Kodesh, V'inisem es nafshoi seichem, and you shall afflict your souls, and you bring a korban. Chol melacha loisasu, you don't do any melacha. Because it's Yom Kippur. We've been working with this, with this posuk before. That uh, any, he has the love, anybody, the Isu Koris. If, if you don't afflict yourself, meaning you do eat on Yom Kippur, it's an Isu Koris. And you're not allowed to do any Malach. And then in Lamed Beit, it loops back again. To the beginning, Shabbat Shabbaton ulachem v'initem et nafshotechem. It's a Shabbat Shabbaton and you should have inui. Betish'a lachodesh, on the ninth of the day, of the month. Ba'eriv me'eriv ad'eriv tishbutu Shabbatchem. Says the Zohar. Ta'anu et nafshotechem, nafshotechem ka'ama. Look at that word nafshotechem. Firstly, it's nefesh, not guf. 
Secondly, it's plural. It's not just your, you plural, your plural. It's your souls that have to be afflicted. Begin the Yisrael, Mishtachin Kamemalke Kadisha Zakoyim, because we stand in front of the Ribbon Shlom and Yom Kippur with Schus. And our desire on Yom Kippur is to be close to Hashem and to cleave to Hashem. Begin the Yitkapelu Chovayu, so that we can have Kapora for all our Avonot. Va'alda, and therefore, Manda Achal Veshati Betashia, Umaanga Nafshe, Bemichlu, Umishtia, somebody who eats and drinks on the ninth and is Ma'aneg himself with, eat, with food and drink. You've got to have pleasure. It's not just eat, be have a meal. It's have pleasure, have simcha on the ninth. Ba'asiroi inuyah denafshe betrein chukin. Then on the tenth, he finds himself um, afflicting his nefesh in both parts, two parts. V'shtakeh ki'ilu itani tisha ve'asiroi. It's as if he fasted ninth and tenth. Et nafshotechim l'achlala klala gufa ve'nafsha l'itkana ba'hayom edikapra achoveyin. The, et, the word et nafshotechim comes to include the body and the soul. What does all that mean? Explains the Korban the Sanel, very unusual. The Korban the Sanel on our Rosh, on this piece of Gomorrah, quotes the Zohar. And he says, and he brings the Zohar to differ a little from the Rosh. The Rosh is more like the Tur. The Tur is the son of the Rosh. So the piece of the Tur said, where you've got to celebrate Hashem's love for his people, he wants us to eat, so it's easy for us. Uh, the, the Rosh, the Rosh, that's, the Rosh is the origin of it. But on that Rosh, the Korban the Sanel brings the Zohar as a different approach. And he says, So the, the, it's a very difficult Zohar. I struggled at first with the Zohar just to understand what does the Zohar mean by this. So the Kobe Nisanel gives us an approach to the Zohar and says, Inui for the nefesh by what you eat on the ninth, Inui guf ba'asiri. And Inui for the body on the tenth, Shuhu nefesh behemiat which is the physical, the animalistic nefesh. The Balatanya in the first two prokim of Tanya explains that we have two nefashot. We have a nefesh behemit and a nefesh elokit. The nefesh behemit is not just all the Yetzirah stuff, it's the Yetzirah Tov stuff as well. We spoke on, on the Matmonim on Shabbos two weeks ago about Yetzirah and Yetzirah Tov being the same Yetzirah. It's Yetzirah that governs Ra and there's Yetzirah that governs Tov, but it's the same Yetzirah, it's passion. It's the drive, the creative drive in the human being. It depends whether you channel it to Ra or for Tov, but it's Yetzer. And, and both of the, those Yetzorim, the Balatanya explains, come from the Nefesh Behemit. The Nefesh Behemit isn't the bad, it isn't the bad Nefesh. It's just the physical life force. It's what, it's what makes us human. It's what makes us live as, as living beings, as living human beings. That's the, that's the Nefesh Behemis. And the Nefesh Bahamis has a low part of it, which is just our physical survival drives, and it has the higher part of it, which is a higher sense of, of purpose. But above all that even is the Nefesh Elokit, which is a specifically Jewish soul. And the Nefesh Elokit is already, that's a divine, a divine Nefesh. What the Korban Asanel is explaining in the Zohar is that when we eat, our Nefesh Elokit suffers. That's an unbelievable concept. The nefesh behem is that's being satisfied. You're eating. Your survival needs are being taken care of. And even the higher levels of your nefesh behem is. You're benching, you're saying a bracha, it's l'shem shemaim. You're bringing in the higher levels as well. 
But what is the nefesh elokit doing? What is that part in you that is really craving to be close to the Rebbeinu What's he saying to you? It's saying, stop wasting my time. What eating? What are we doing? Get me close to the Rebbeinu Do some mitzvot. Learn some Torah. Why are we eating? The nefesh elokit can't understand the value of eating. It suffers when we eat. That idea... That as much as, as eating is a mitzvah, take the ninth, it's a mitzvah d'oraisa according to the, to the Rambam, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, the Mishnah Brura brings the Morgan Avon, it's a mitzvah d'oraisa to eat on the ninth. But that eating on the ninth, what are we supposed to feel when we eat on the ninth? We're supposed to feel when we eat on the ninth that the conflict that goes on inside us, our bodies are enjoying it, we're having a good meal, and our nefesh elokit is getting frustrated. It's Erev Yom Kippur guy, what are you sitting eating? We want that tension. Why do we want that tension? Because what happens then as Yom Kippur comes in? What does the Nefesh Elokis say? Ah, now you've got it. This is wonderful. So it's exactly the opposite of the Menorah Samor. The Menorah Samor says that you don't eat on the 9th so that it's hard for you on the 10th. And I'm suggesting based on the Zohar and the Korban Asano, you don't eat on the 9th so that the Nefesh Elokis has an even better time on the 10th and understands and feels the release from physical things. You're not working. You're not worrying about your business. You're not even worrying about food. Nothing. You're not worrying about anything. It's just one day in the year where you can put your attention on the Nefesh Elokis. That's where it is. That, that's the power of, of, of eating on the, on the 9th. And so that's something we need to try and, and grab. It's, we can't live that way. It's too high a level for, for most of us to live on. But just sometimes to be aware when you're doing something that's physically, it's completely fine. You're allowed to do it. It's even a mitzvah to be doing it. Just to be able to feel where your nefesh elokis is. When we talk about self-awareness, self-awareness is not just physical self-awareness. It's where your neshama is. To be able to feel that as well. You're sitting, you're watching, uh, you're watching something on TV. or you it's, it's fine, it's something clean and kosher and you're just relaxing. Nothing wrong with that. Taking some time off. But just tune in occasionally to what your nefesh is thinking. And saying, okay, you want to take a bit of time off. It's already been three minutes. How much time do you want off? You're going to watch the stuff for an hour and I'm going to sit here waiting while you're watching all this rubbish? That's what the nefesh is saying. You've got to say, well, wait, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming. Just to feel that tension. That's the ninth and the tenth of Tishrei. To be able to feel the tension between the nefesh behemis and the nefesh elokis, and that our avoider during the year is managing that tension and having to satisfy both and having to make sure that the full area of our nefesh is satisfied both the elokis and the behemis so that we can serve Hashem b'shnei with our, our full yetzer.